0: just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Well, it's not a Packer Up, boys, because we got the troops in. You know what, I was literally, we were about to do Packer Up, boys, me and Maddie, and then I was like, oh, I can sniff something in the air. So I went out to the car park and I said, Use Team, assemble! <laughs> and the fucking Gurino and Timmy came sprinting around the corner. They were just hanging out. They were just in the fucking area. Uh, and they're here. Guru.
1: I had a day head start on Timmy to sprint here in time, so, but we got here. You no started
0: running way. on Wednesday night. <laughs> Half time on the road. Bloody hell, And I've got the great Timmy. How you going, mate? Mate, that's the best intro I've ever heard.
2: <laughs> I'm better. You know what? I've had two days of being genuinely depressed from the blues result. I think I'm sweet now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mate, uh, and if you're all looking at us and you're going, ooh, you boys are looking hot, maybe the hottest podcasters in the game, that's because. Bloke, brand new jumpers dropping, not this coming Monday, but the following Monday. So I think it is the 6th or just the 3rd, sorry. It is the 3rd of July at 6 p.m. And there are limited numbers. So much we've ordered a smaller amount than we usually order. Because as you can see, we've never done these colors before. Never done this style before. So only the real, the real diehards will get it. So that is 6 p.m on the third be there once they are gone this will be the hoodies for the year we, we i mean look we might drop them again but that'll be at least another three or four months but at this stage this will be the hoodies for the year there is a limited amount guys 6 p.m monday put aside your shekels 79.95 79.95 they are absolutely fantastic Beautiful material and as you can see, colours that we've never done before. It might
2: be a favourite just quietly. I, I like love the it. Blue. Oh, I actually really like I, it. I was going to say, Camp you, have, there's been some seriously elite bloke gear going out over the years. If we're excluding the jerseys which are just in the league of their own, yes, yeah. I reckon these are my favourite.
0: I love them. Because yeah. like it, like the brown the brown one with the big bloke, it's very like brandy, like you like it's has got almost like you're announcing like I'm a bloke community or whatever. Whereas this is like quite subtle. So you, you can wear it You know what I mean? Like it's more of a subtle kind of thing. So yeah, anyway, I love them. But let's get straight into it, boys. Before we get into it, bloke lager, get it from your local, the beer of rugby league. Uh, We're in every liquor liquor legends in Queensland, every single celebrations in New South Wales, Queensland and ACT. Plus on special in all IGA liquors and thirsty camels across New South Wales. Boys, just a summary feelings about origin.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I think one thing that stood out for me over the last few days is that all the chat's been about what New South Wales didn't do rather than what Queensland did. And I just thought from, you know, from the very start of the series, all the decisions that Billy Slater made, I, I, just, I can't find one that he got even slightly wrong. Mm. And there were some big calls in there. I'd argue he made bigger calls than what Brad Fittler did at times.
0: No, I think so. To, to take out two origin, well, one origin legend in Gagai, Kafusi origin stalwart, Caelan Ponga, man of the match, game three. Like, people are forgetting he won man of the match in a decider and then didn't make the game, the game one next year.
1: That is huge. And you look at all those guys that he left out and you look at the guys that he replaced them with, like, they're all on track to be proper <clears throat> origin stars of the future. I, I look at Hermeso, Maiden. and oh, fuck. he's played three games at centre, Remember that position he couldn't play because he was going to get fucked on there. Three games at centre, three wins, four tries. He's made 44 tackles. He's missed one tackle.
0: (sighs) My God. How much better could it possibly get than that? And you know what's insane? I still reckon he's got more in him. He's got heaps more in him. Yeah, like I still – actually, when you watch DC doing that, uh, like chasing down Stephen Crichton, go back and watch it. When you see Hammer hit top speed, he just like – eats up meters and then he gets cut off by i think tall but he is just eat- like yeah. honestly nearly might have caught him like he was eating meters he is so quick timmy overall thoughts
2: yeah look camp here to be a cold day in hell <laughs> when the words with any meeting come into my mouth that queensland just get it like <laughs> shove that shit up your ass <laughs> but i have to admit and it kills me to say this it just queensland wanted that series more than we did Mm. and i just looked down at all the effort areas across the first two games Mm. and every time there was scrambling defense required or bodies around the ball or anything you just outdid us every single time Mm. and i think dce's chase down which will become an iconic origin moment on critter that typifies it all Mm. that and obviously the lindsey collins try to end game one Mm uh as I, I feel crook saying it but I, I think queensland wanted this series more than we did
0: yeah it's uh the, the beautiful thing about the dc one i spoke about this on uh, yesterday's podcast <laughs> but if you take a screenshot when dc makes a tackle guess how many players queensland players are there 12. all 12 are there ready to defend the next tackle and then in the next tackle for Fita gets there so it took them 15 seconds to be ready to go again. Like we are fully at full strength on our line. Whereas unfortunately with New South Wales, it was only tall in the picture. Um, And I think that's a really good example of, uh, look, you you could say want it more, but I just almost think it's more of a philosophy of, and it was uh, one of the key philosophies going into camp. uh, And DC said it after the game was keep your feet moving. It sounds so simple. It sounds so simple, but if you've ever played footy, there are so many times when the ball's on the other end of the field, you just, like, you might stop. Mm. Whereas Queensland, every single player at all times, like, there was even, like, they were almost sometimes lining up for, for, let's say, um, there's a, a breakdown in play and Reese Walsh is, like, skipping across the field. Usually you might get one battler that just does a mad run to hit holes. They were, like, three of the forwards running up to hit holes. It was almost, uh, too, like, even sometimes when the ball from dummy half uh, went behind some of the Queensland forwards. It was because there was too many keen to get the ball yeah. rather than just one hitting it up. Mm. Unbelievable.
1: There was one play throughout the game and it, it came to absolutely nothing, but Cam Munster got it on the left-hand side of the field. There was nothing on, he did his normal step, spin and come back. As he was halfway through the spin, on the other side, it was Ruben Cotter and someone else. They just went, yep. And they just both started to hit lines. Yeah. And it was just it, it like, the timing of it all looked like they'd practiced it. <clears throat> But it was just Munster playing off his head and just everyone, their instincts just kicking in. Guy that's part of the um, Supercoach playbook, the Supercoach spy, he made a fantastic point on Twitter the other day, which stood out for me so much. And I, to be honest, I didn't notice it live, but the very first tries is Val Holmes that scores it mm. off the kick. Controversial, whatever, shit happens. But you go and you watch that and you watch that kick goes in the air and every single New South Wales defender inside the centre stands still. Yeah. yeah. Teddy even stops and watches from about <clears> 20 metres away. Yeah. And And as you keep coming back to it Slater, keep saying it, keep your feet moving. And 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 we saw it in game one with Lindsey Collins and we saw it again
2: there. Yeah, I was gonna say, it was the same with the Lindsey Collins try, wasn't it? Bodies in motion from runs everywhere.
0: Yeah. And like even the DC try, the only way he got there was because he was almost moving across already just in case something happened. Like if he had been in his position standing still, there's no way he catches Critter. And again, it sounds like such a cliche thing, but it really was the difference. They just kept their feet moving all game.
1: For sure. And like, for me, Origins all about getting punched in the face and how you respond Mm. to it. Mm. Reece Walsh puts that kick into Stephen Crichton, doesn't go their way. He makes a break for it. How does DCE respond to it? Mm. Gets on his bike and goes. New South Wales then swing it to the other side. Probably should have scored. Once again, another wasted opportunity. We turn the ball over, Mm. punched in the face. How do we respond? Pat Mm. Carrigan puts DCE away, skips straight to the other side. Was the pass forward? I think it was. You get away with them though. Mm. Shit happens. Yep. Deal with it. I reckon, we didn't deal
0: with it. I reckon um, I'll say the pass was definitely forward in my opinion. But I reckon the try under the new rules, as in Valentine Holmes, under the new rules where it doesn't matter about control, as long as it doesn't leave the hand, I reckon the homes was a try. But it was a forward pass from for yeah. I think.
1: And you know, I've heard a lot of New South Wales fans complaining about decisions that went against us. Just wind your mind back to game one and how many decisions
0: went our way. We still did nothing. Well, he's actually won the penalty, penalty count 9-4. Of course A- we And did.
2: also, if if we get done by six or 10, all right, let's have this conversation and the one we don't have about refs, when we get blown off the park by 20 plus points mm. you can't say oh there's two tries that could have gone the other way it's like mate we're outplayed completely yeah. don't blame ref- refs for getting blown off the park I mean, yeah. even if we won by
1: if we, if we lose by six if we did everything right in mm. our backyard then we can talk about referees but mm. we got so much wrong and made so many poor yeah. decisions didn't ice so many moments that i think that we can't even have that conversation
0: all right let's talk about we'll talk about new south wales first and then we'll get into queensland new south wales The biggest decision of the game, in my opinion, was moving Cook to center. Now there's been heaps of talk about it. First of all, I want to lead off with, I thought Cook tried his absolute heart out. Absolute heart out. And I know that, you know, growing up, he'd played a bit of wing, maybe some center. But I have to say, I strongly disagree with the decision to put him there. Now, the explanation has been it's because he's fast reese walsh is speed it's actually funny what did what were we speaking about before game one we said reese walsh's speed is going to be a real issue for even a guy like luttrell because he's so big he's going to not know whether to jam or not and so how po- like almost um, poetic that in the end that was such a crucial moment is reese walsh's speed you could argue it it may have won the game because it was they put cook there because they were concerned about it. anyway so I understand where they're coming from with that. like, in regards to he is fast, Reese Walsh is fast also. But I just feel that there's so much more to defending than being fast. Like some of our best defenders ever in centers have been slow centers. Like Mick Devere, he wasn't quick. Matt Cooper, was he that quick? Like he was okay. Mm. Um, who else? Like Gazny was a good defender, any, any, any other centres that come to mind? That- well,
2: well just like even players at the back end of their career who, who might have been elite speeches early in the day like Josh Morris mm. One of the best defensive centres we ever have team Don't get me wrong, he wasn't slow when he finished his career but when he was a veteran in his early to mid 30s <coughs> and he didn't have the speed but his defensive rate was unbelievable
0: Yeah and so like I just felt that defensively and as, as I said the, the New South Wales coaching staff, they know, they've forgotten more about footy than I even know. But I just feel that surely there's more to defence spacing, defensive systems. Okay. Will Reece, Chambers is a good one. Will Chambers? Yeah, 100%. Mm. Like, okay, Reese waltz is really fast. All right, how are we going to combat that? We've just got to jam in and then slide from behind. So I don't know why the message didn't go out to, if they are going to go with Cookie, just jam, always jam and then just get Luai sliding in behind. So, that aside, I just do not understand why Cam Murray wasn't immediately put there. Because not only has Cam Murray played centre, he's one of the best defensive players in the competition. He's one of the best players in the competition. I also think that what's harder, making the debutant run for eighty, go for eighty in hooker, or Cam Murray playing eighty at centre. And not only do you. Uh, you know, not have Cam Murray in centre, you've got Hooker in centre, you've ruined the rotation of giving Robson a break and getting Cookie through the middle. Where was Cookie's try scored? Through scrap play through the middle. So I just think that that was such a big call. That was probably, well, I felt, in my opinion, it was the wrong call.
1: Yeah, and it was a domino effect because it took away our entire plan at Hooker. Now I heard Brandy (laughs) explaining it and I'm so glad that Vossi pushed back on what Brandy was saying and asked for a deeper explanation because, like The more I listen to that explanation Honestly the less sense it made to me mm. And that's a uh, hindsight great call cool. I can show you our text conversations at the moment Freddie made the decision And in my mind I thought okay Freddie's going to try- chuck Cook at centre For the next 15 minutes to work it all out mm. He stayed there the entire game And you could tell that Billy Slater Looked at it and went good as gold there's our game plan.
0: Oh, mate, they got the message straight away. Straight and away. Immediately, Queensland game, game was directed all at Cookie.
1: Yeah, and this is this is, comes back to exactly what I said after game one. You know, this game, it was Damien Cook who was played out of position. Last game, it was Nick Hines. For me, it's not about Damien Cook. It's not about Nick Hines. It's about New South Wales, and why can't we put guys out of positions and they handle themselves? Because Queensland does it. Tell me right now. If, even if it was the bad call, if Billy Slater said to Ben Hunt, I need you to play center tonight, mm. so he gets shown up, well, I don't think he does.
0: Yeah, I, you know what's so, I guess ironic about this whole situation, and and this is no disrespect, but like, if there is one guy that emulates that Queenslander kind of mold, it's Cam Murray. 100%. It is. Yeah, so yes. That's what I don't <laughs> understand. Why, if there's one guy you go, you know what? I'm gonna stick him on the wing. He'd find a way to get it done. Um And also, like, Cam Murray only coming on in the second half, 48 minutes in, I I think he should have been starting. I just... Well, like Brandy said himself, the plan was to bring Cam Murray in the 30th minute. Great plan.
1: Yeah. What the fuck happened? I don't know. Why did we wait until the 48th minute to put Cam Murray on the field? He's, He's one of the three or four guys that, in my opinion, is an origin player. Oh, in mate, our team. And 100%. I cannot believe he didn't get put on the field. And if the and the only reason I can assume why he wasn't put on the field or he wasn't put at center is cuz he wasn't 100%. And if he wasn't 100%, was he, picked? he shouldn't have been there. You mm. took a really hard stance on Campbell Graham, why not the same for Cam Murray? Mm. And if you're going to back him to be there, you have to back him 100%.
0: Well, Selwyn Cobo, he could have pl- he probably could have played for Queensland. He had what was it two tries game one. Anyway, he was great yeah. game one. So Billy Slater was so strong in his decision. He was like, unless you're ready to go ripping and a tearing, Um, he dropped, after a win, he dropped the winger and brought in Coates. Timmy, thoughts on the cookie situation?
2: Yeah, look, I think, to be honest, I think the Blues lost this series at the selection table. Mm. And it's it's not a case of hindsight hero because when we sit here and punch out uh, five podcasts a week, you can track back and, boys, we said from the start of the series and leading into game one that we just... We didn't get our bench right. I, I'm like such an enormous advocate, always have been of picking utility back on the bench in the modern game. I think it cost us game one mm. with Nico, who couldn't play center, got found out there for the match we know. Game two, I think Cookie having to go out there, just about and we'll get into more detail soon, but just about everything good Queens that's a bit harsh on Queensland. A large amount of the good things that Queensland did, particularly in attack that led to line breaks, were going through Damian Cook. We spoke about defensively, him being caught out. Even in attack, like Jerome Luai, who's come under a bit of critique for his game, sure he didn't have the best game, but he still put Cookie in some pretty good positions in attack that an out-and-out centre catches passes. We had the overlap, and we couldn't execute them because he was playing out of position. Mm. And look, mate, we, we, so we get a lot of things wrong in this podcast, but I think we were all pretty adamant on utility bench, on the back from the start of the series, and I just think if Matt Burton is on that bench, it changes the outcome of this entire series. So, I'd, I love Freddie, but he, there were some horrific, I think, uh, selection issues. And if you want to go
1: back even further, <coughs> yes, Matt Burton would have been a good answer, but if Jack White was available, oh, this perfect. series is turned on its head.
0: I would have been, I would have been calling Jackie after game one saying, 100%. mate, please, please. I will say... Well,
1: you wouldn't have needed to have called Jack White after game one because game one, he would have stamped his authority on it and he yeah. would have forced himself oh. to be picked
0: again. So I, I will say, I think, like, I'm okay with Reese Robson being... Sorry, Cookie being the fourteen. But what surprises me, and I understand, like you definitely were pro Matt Burton. You, we, we spoke about this last week. But what I don't get is like, the reason you chose Cookie was to have the one-two punch in the hooking role. And so the reason for him being selected is no is just irrelevant. So if you are gonna say to him, because apparently Freddie said to him, you, you'll play center if someone gets injured. Apparently he said that to him before that. That
2: was the plan.
0: Apparently that was the plan. So if that is the plan, 100%, you gotta go with Burton. Like you've got to go with Bird
2: because we, we said when we spoke that and you go right they've gone with Robson as the the utility or when I say utility obviously the forward utility. All right, if you go and do this, at least we've got Camo there to somewhat fill a gap in a position he's unfamiliar with. But then when it became Cookie, it was like, like what in the world is going on? You both already said it, but if Cookie wasn't fit enough to go out and slot in at centre when we needed him,
0: Most he should th- have been uh, playing. Sorry,
2: Murray. Uh, Murray, he yeah. should have been playing. And yeah. then if they're going to play him through the middle, I said playing bigger minutes. I just.
0: Well, I, I also don't get like, you know, he's going to hit essentially top speed in the middle. He came on for 30 minutes and ran for over 100 metres. He was great. He was incredible. So it's like, I just, yeah, it's it's very, and that's, so prior to the game, I felt pretty strongly give Freddie another year. He's your second most winning coach. You know, he's done some incredible things. But I just think after watching that game and, and just seeing some clear uh, – Decisions that I respectfully disagree with and and let's and we all agree here. We are huge fans of freddie huge fans of freddie
2: That's why it hurts so much because yeah. like yeah. he's, the, what he's, he's done for the blues and rugby league and you know He, he would have had you know philosophy uh, Justifications behind all these decisions and if we heard them, we go, okay I see that and I see that but we can only say if what we Talk about what we're going if what we've seen mm. and a lot didn't make sense.
0: Yeah, and so I just think after that I believe clear errors like even Stefano played 12 minutes. Um, I don't understand that Uh, you know, I don't
2: even Toto and fox the fact that they switched edges Mm. And that's saying all right. I made a mistake in game one They'd play different edges to what they play at Clubland every single week. I know there was combinations this and that, but to swap, them, to swap them game two, it was admitting you're wrong and you made a mistake. Mm. Now that's admirable in some ways. They go, all right, I made a mistake. Let's let's rectify
0: it. But why did it happen in the first place? Mm. And then you've got um, not starting Liam Martin. Like how you, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't think that you had the the luxury of having both Liam Munn and Cam Murray on the bench. Like they are uh, like okay. Queensland's game plan, and, and you're all aware of it, but at Suncorp especially, what do we do here? We kick early on three. So what do you need? You need at least wide running forwards that are fit as anything, get back and take hit ups. But instead you went for Hudson Young and Tyson Frizzell, who are, they're fit, but they don't get through the work that Martin and Murray do. They're more kind of explosive game breakers. So that's another decision that I just was quite shocked with. I, um, look i'm not sure what direction new south wales should head in or who specifically should or shouldn't go but i do think substantial change needs to be made
1: and i agree mate i'm the biggest brad Filler fan in the world but i think we have to move in a different direction the question is though what direction is that that's what i mean and like i i know i I was saying to mates the other night geez do we get jeff tuvey greg bird and james maloney in a room and go you do your thing it's, yeah, I mean, look, oh, I don't it, like. I don't know. I, I heard Russ rothfield say the other day, Ricky Stewart, and people laughed. Is it a bad idea to get a guy that's heaps passionate?
0: Yeah. Well, there's another uh that could potentially work, Craig Bellamy redemption. His last, it might be his last year next year. He comes up. This is Maddie John's idea, so I won't steal it. You said it today on the Morning Glory, uh, on SEN. But basically. Riles is obviously the assistant coach there that's going to be the head coach around origin time He hands the reins of the storm to Riles and he focuses on origin
2: I don't love personally the idea of I think the game has become such a beast of its own state of origin Club coaches do it I think Craig Bellamy and Ricky Stewart definitely could do it I think Ricky Stuart would be perfect for it mm. if I'm being honest mm. You look at that the passion that Queensland seem to have All the time essentially They bring in these legends I know the Blues bring in legends Have Mm. yarns But as Guru said Who better than Ricky Stewart To do it and Mm. instil that And the pride in that jersey But I think it's way too big a job For a club coach to do And I also find it unfair on the club To lose their head coach Essentially for six, seven weeks There's got to be a coach Out there somewhere I thought We we mentioned last week I think I I said Maybe Desi Hasler. Well that's gone out the window But
0: Yeah (laughs) The great Desi At the Titans
1: The only other one And the only the, the, a guy that I think would have a fantastic persona for it, and I think he represents what we need, where we need to get back to, and what we need to become once again. But he just doesn't have the coaching experience. Boyd Gordon is one that I wouldn't mind. If get it, him in if the coaching staff him, at least. Yeah. At least in the coaching staff, I just. But that's and mate, as a New South Welshman, I'm sure you know Timmy shares the same. Like I just sit there and I go, if I if you told me to name our greatest New South Wales Blues players ever. If I had to name a top three, I couldn't possibly leave Freddie and Joey out. And if they can't get it across, Mm.
2: I don't know. Where where do you have a word to (laughs) Maddie?
0: He's already said no. I don't think Maddie's stupid enough to do it. Well, he's already said, I just I got too much Uh, on. Remember, he said it to us at the CAC? Oh, he went there. (laughs) 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 You know what?
2: I I was in actually uh, yesterday doing a a show at News Corp at the tele (laughs) offices, and Maddie was down there sitting by himself having a coffee. I was so tempted to just be like, hey, Matt, you wanna run some shape, bro? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay, let's get into more specifics in regards to players. Um, I thought To'o was outstanding for bl- the Blues. Critter, quite, pretty quiet. Outside of that interception, relatively quiet. Um, Adokar, unfortunately, I love the Fox, but I thought it was probably one of his, not as, like probably his, not his maybe his worst game.
1: Well but by the lofty standards he yeah. set himself, you could argue it was his worst yeah. game. Well,
0: it wasn't the best game, let's yeah. put it that way, uh, unfortunately for the Fox. Jerome Luai had some moments, but you know, wasn't really I don't know, I, I just think that it's it's probably time, unfortunately. Um, you know, to replace that six role.
1: Oh, I compared to others, I didn't think Jerome was awful though. I I
0: didn't yeah. think he was awful, yeah. but also at the same time, like, you know, he's been there for what, three three years now? Yeah. And this was his opportunity to really step up. It was 32-6. You know, like, that's a, that's a tough loss anyway. I, so I, I agree
2: you know. on Jerome, but just to touching on it before, and he did the same in Game 1 when Critter was on his edge. Obviously, Critter made the switch earlier in that game with the Tommy Turbo injury, but your job is to get your strike centres, good, clean, early ball. He did that on four or five occasions, and cookie again playing out of position so there's absolutely no knock on cookie at all but went for a few hail mary tip-ons and different things where that didn't come off but he got him in decent positions where if it is a strike center let's say could was still on that edge i think the tip-on's better or they beat their man rushing up or whatever it is mm. but because it was cookie it just didn't happen so as i said i'm, I'm not saying lou i had aware of a game by any means but for the big criticism going towards him for it he was impacted just as much as Cookie was Mitch yeah, in that position.
0: Fair. I just think defensively he was he missed seven tackles, the most of any blues. Um, but I, I agree in regards to like he actually did put Cookie in good positions. He had a try assist obviously in game or well, two try assists, I think, in mm. game one. But I, I just I just feel that fresh, something fresh needs to be put in the halves, whether it's Hines with Cleary, whether it's Moses. Now Mitchell Moses. I thought Mitchell Moses had a good first half. But unfortunately second half i i do think that he you know he didn't really stamp his authority at all in the game and they still had heaps of field position and i so i would give moses a good solid performance <laughs> i don't think he played poorly at all i thought his defense especially in the first half was incredible on day for feeder like massive props
2: it's a staple of mitch moses game and this is where we talk about combinations over and over and over again is he's just that last second switch down the short side his short side raids and he took off there one I point know. he saw a two and two to make a three and two and you went we're on and he looked up and critter was five meters behind and again it's just like that's not a defensive system sorry attacking system that critter's probably used to playing with nathan cleary who, who is more conservative and you know we'll get to a place on the field where mitchie mose will play off cuff, see it take it on and just like oh that was the opportunity poor mitchy went down there critter didn't fight with him like Opportunity blind. Yeah,
1: oh, I think this game would have got a lot uglier if Mitch Moses wasn't on the field in the first half. Though I thought he did
0: too. Oh, really the first well. half was yeah. great. I will say though that like coming out of the game, if Cleary played the same game as Moses did and they lost thirty-two to six, he'd be getting fucking crucified. Um, so I just I think that the people that are very adamant that Cleary's not the guy. I'm not saying he's gonna be, I'm not saying that he's a definite for next year, but also I think like Wednesday showed that he's not the problem guys. Yeah. Clearly, like you had all that field position again, and again, you couldn't execute. I think that there is much deeper problems than any one specific player in the blue, like there's, there's attacking systems, there's uh, combinations that don't seem to be working. Um, so Mitchell Moses, I thought was solid. Again, I do think that he really could have stepped to the game a little bit more in the second half. Special
2: mention to his first half chip chase on first tackle oh, for mate. the repeat set. So good. That, like he's come in playing for his origin career. To go for that on first tackle, oh. seeing the space behind the line, was, he just went, like if that went dead or went to Queensland hand before the line and they got the ball back, crucified, we no, nah, I'm going for it.
1: Jesus was a big turning point, I thought too, in this game when he put in that perfect kick to the in goals. And no, of course, it sat up in front of Munster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Munster caught the ball, looked seemingly turns around in slow motion like he always does and just got spiders on him and people can't and get
0: And crazy is that's a second time. So the chip chase, Munster was already turning. Yeah. Like Munster is so good instinctually, not just attack. He was already turning before Mitchell Moses chipped that ball. Yeah. He could tell just somehow he was going to chip on tackle zero. Unbelievable. He's a cracker, Munster. If you t- I
1: reckon if you told him to explain that moment to him, he wouldn't he would, be able yeah, to. No, nah, no way. <laughs>
0: Um, so Mitch Moses is solid, I think so solid that he like solidly enough that there's an argument to be made that you could even go Cleary Moses at six. I think that he has enough attacking flair to be that six if he wanted to. Um, so I don't think he's hurt his chances anyway, but at the same time, I don't think he was, you know, incredible or whatever.
1: And this is the big worry heading into next year for me. I'm going, who's going to be our nine, our seven, our six, our one and our coach. Well, I think I look at Queensland and I know what the answer to that question is yeah. going to be for the next five years
0: Well, I think Reese Robson was outstanding I think he was good too was good. I, I really think and I'm really disappointed that we didn't get to see him rotate with Cookie to see what, the, what his physicality was like in the forwards because I thought defensively he was outstanding for you guys
2: Really wanted to see him play at 13 for yeah, 15 minutes just to so see yeah. Just to just see to like, the question Can he
0: handle the physicality? Can he be similar to Cotter? Um, I thought he was great. So I think Reese Robson, as long as he keeps playing well, I think he keeps that nine spot. I think, you know, depending on whether we want to go Cookie on the bench or Burton, whatever it is, I think Cookie, I just love the passion and energy Cookie showed. Like I know that he put center and, you know, it was an issue for defensively, but I just thought that when he did get opportunity, he he was pretty sharp.
1: But it is going to be interesting, you know, game one next year when we're picking sides and whatnot, if Appy's fit and available, Freddie and them obviously like him.
0: Yeah, I, I think that this idea of this Penrith core, I think that has is over. It has to be. It has to it? be. And, and I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't select the Penrith players. Mm. What I'm saying is is that the idea that, okay, we're going to pick a core of Penrith players and we're going to play like Penrith because they're so good at club. The problem with doing that, and you can say it now because the series is over, but like Queensland already know how you're going to play because they go, you're just going to play like mm. Penrith. How much hours of tape have we got on that? Whereas Queensland... Yeah. Do you know how Queensland's going to play? No one does.
1: And I can't stress enough that I'm not saying you have to pick Appy, but it is just – it's going to be interesting again next year because it feels like we're throwing the cards up again and see where they land. Yeah, I know.
2: Even, like, imagine dropping Cookie off having to play at centre. He got his recall, albeit due to injury with Appy. If he gets dropped based on playing 80 minutes at centre.
1: (laughs) Well, you're going to, like, I think realistically next year, you're going to have to drop one of Cook or Robson.
0: I think Robson's there to stay. I just think with his age – Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought he was outstanding. And Cookie's had outstanding origins too. I personally like Robson Cookie. I know you like the uh, outside back utility on the mm. bench. Um, at this stage, I would stick with the Robson Cookie and I would make sure to stick with that. If there's injury with outside back, I'd put Cam Murray there. Um, no, I hope
1: that's not Cook's last origin. Oh, please. Deserves so he deserves better way
0: better than that. Better yeah. than that. Uh, now, number 10, the big fella. Payne hass was absolutely incredible.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it... Out of this entire game Nothing broke my heart Than the one time Someone moved their feet Someone stayed alive On the entire play And then your front row Is back there for the chip And of course Queensland You make your own luck 100% But the chip Bounces perfectly To the fastest guy On the field (laughs) It's crazy And it just It doesn't matter That Payne Haas is there All of a sudden Which kills me
2: It it deserved to be A a silver line Where you're like Payne Haas Game dead and buried You're the only one Covering And that, that bounce
0: Mate, so on, like so heartbreaking. We we,
2: we saw it, Payne. Yeah, don't worry,
0: we'll remember (laughs) Payne. But yeah, like in 67 minutes, so 67 minutes in origin in the front row. Fucking hell. 21 runs, 160 meters, 63 post contact, five tackle breaks, four offloads, 41 tackles, only one miss, zero errors. In the team conceded 32 points.
1: Far out. And this is where, mate, like if you're, if you're not going to start with, Liam Martin, you're going to wait until the last thirty minutes. To put Cam Murray on, and you're going to put Stefano on for twelve minutes either side of halftime. What are you doing to help him? Yeah. What are you doing to help Payne Haas out there? Like, I'm, I'm sure we'll get to it, but the use of Stefano was mind boggling. Yeah, I, I didn't understand. Hey mate, go there for five minutes, sit down for fifteen, then go out for another five, and you're done. Yeah, <sighs> it, like, wouldn't you're an impact front rower? Like, what? Uh,
0: oh. I, what I don't get is if, if you're going to play him like that. Isn't that more suited to a nippy fast, like super quick explosive, like cheese almost. Isn't that more suited to that? 10 minutes of just going skits? I, I, whereas a, a Stefano, it's I feel like you, minimum 20 minutes to get him just to have that roll on effect. Um, anyway, we'll get to it. Tyson Brazil, although I, I didn't think he played um, poorly. I didn't think, to be honest, I didn't think the New South Wales forwards played poorly. I, I, I personally thought you just got into good uh, good field and you just struggled to execute.
2: 100% Here, yeah. I thought our forwards were quite good. We, there were stages where we were winning the battle up front, mm. the game was quite evenly poised. It was <coughs> our back line again, keep humming back to a but whoop, keep harping back to a but the center spot and going back there, the damage was done there, but our edges were so brittle and yeah. so easily exposed. But I actually thought the forwards held that high you
0: could, yeah, I mean obviously and the enough. scoreboard yeah enough but I mean obviously the scoreboard is the nice. real winner but if you looked at the stats outside of the scoreboard there's an argument to be had that they won the battle mm. like yep. it's, it's really so you go to the team stats they ran for more metres had more runs more post contact metres more tackle breaks um yeah, like, there you go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so there's there's at least, put it this way, it's not 32 6, even though that's what it ended up being. So I, I, th- I thought the fours were right. I will say, though, that I just, even though I thought Hudson Young had a much better game this game, it, I just don't know how you can think that Tyson, Brazil, and Hudson Young should be getting more minutes than Martin and Murray. Like, I just don't understand that.
1: That's where, like, as you said, you know, so many of the stats favoured us. Like, if we would have lost this game by six and the stats without it, it's baffling. Mm. To get done in the fashion that we did, like that, that's just what state of origin is. Mm. And that's <laughs> what, you know, I know Timmy said it before that I hate to say that, you know, we don't get it or whatever, but... Don't say Guru. Fuck me. Don't, like, what, say it, what, don't say it. But like how many things do we need to have go away the stats in our favour? All these little things and we just... Even if you believe it, don't say we it. We just don't get those
2: moments. It shits <laughs> me to no end.
0: So it was a... A 9-3 penalty win for you guys
2: And that's what I mean like, Look at that all, everything, A lot of things so I should say A few things were in our favour um, <laughs> Curious about to hesitate <laughs> about to explode <laughs> um, well, With the, just the forwards argument We had attacking opportunities We had field possession We couldn't capitalise Our back line didn't have the points in us mm. So you Look at our forward pack. There weren't many forwards Who you say Oh they didn't name up Or they had a bad yeah. game
0: Agreed Agreed um, but again, I, I still just I don't understand how Cam Murray and Liam Martin aren't getting majority yep, of the minutes. Sure. They're literally the Australian. <laughs> um, okay, Um Ikemanu, I mean, I look. It, I can understand people that may not have agreed with him being selected in the first place. But now that he's here, you cannot afford to burn another young front rower. You have to keep him in the side because because if you drop him now, that's another front. That's another young gun burnt. I, I just think that you've got to stick with it now.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I, like, I can't believe... Matty, how many series has Stefano been in there for now? Is, is this his third series he's been around the camp? I think it's his third series he's been around the camp. And to use him for 13 minutes and let him bring him off the field, not put him back on, I just... I don't...
0: And some might say he looked gassed or whatever, but then it's like, why'd he get selected then? Why'd you pick him then? Mm. It's Yeah, it's all very strange. Uh, Cam Murray, I thought he was absolutely outstanding when he came on. Uh, 13 runs, 102 meters. You know, two tackle breaks, three offloads, 18 tackles, zero misses. <laughs> so good. Um, I do think, I do think, Isaio has been really good. 2021 great, 2022 solid. Even statistically, he was okay. But I think it is probably time to give Cam Murray that 13 jersey uh, and let and see how he goes. Yeah,
2: I think so as well. Do you think he's telegraphing his passing game too much? Like, no matter how good a ball-playing lock you are and he's phenomenal at it, it should always be a run, first pass, second mentality. And that's okay. If you're a link man and, and it is to get receipts and dish out and give good service, that's fine. But I just feel like, and it might just be me, but there's a lot of just catch, shape, Pass straight away mm. There's no going up And engaging the line at all We know he's going to pass it I feel like Yo at his best He goes up Shapes it And then he'll, he'll dummy And they'll peel off him Bang and he pins it Gets a quick play the ball, yeah. Catch pass Catch yeah. pass So still got to engage the line Maybe it's just me I don't know yeah. I, Well
1: I thought Yo at his best Was standing on the other side of the field Pat Carrigan yeah. The way that he was taking it to the yeah. line The way that he He always had the defence in two minds Whereas I agree I think that what Isaiah was doing, I think it was telegraphed. It was, telegraphed. It was like, very predictable the entire evening. Yeah,
2: and he, he had 16 runs, 139 metres, so that sort of reads okay, but it, it just goes back to the passing. Mm. He was always going to pass the ball when he wanted to do it.
0: And I, I just feel that, you know, Cam Murray, I think he's a bit more of an explosive ball runner with a quick play of the balls. And so Isaiah Yeo I'd probably still have in the side because he's so versatile. And, like, he still made, like, 45 tackles, didn't miss any. So it's not like he had a shocker, but... If you're the link man in a team that has struggled to score points in two games in a row now, clearly structures need to be changed. Now maybe it's not his fault, maybe it's the people outside him that are making him pass early. Um, but I, I think it's time to give Cam Murray a crack at that thirteen.
1: And that was the other thing like and I you know, probably easy in hindsight, but well that's another option that we could have taken. Like Isaiah yeah. started his career as a center sure. as well. You could have shifted Isaiah Yo out there. If you didn't want to put Murray out there, which you could have done that as well, you could have shifted <laughs> Isaiah
0: Yo out. Hudson there. Young. I'd like He's easily, you t- uh, like, laterally yeah. good enough. And this, this is my big worry going
1: into this game. And, you know, obviously you had Isaiah Yale at 13. It was his first ever game playing with Rhys Robson. Or maybe his second ever game playing with Mitch Moses. But new combinations going up to Suncor. Mm. Very tough.
0: Mm, very tough. Uh, we forgot to talk about him. Teddy um, kind of already said this. Origin legend. He will always be an origin legend. Uh, but I do think that his position is, is now under pressure, not for this year. I think that it would be disrespectful to drop him for game three because he's done so much for the state. But I think coming into next year, everyone's on an even playing field. It doesn't matter what your history is. It is the best man for the job that year. What do you guys reckon?
1: Yeah, I tend to agree, unfortunately. It kills me to say that because I've got so much time and respect for Teddy, but
0: I agree. I just, I just think that like, I, I, just his ball playing, I. He has decent ball playing. It's never been like as flashy as a Reese Walsh or a Drinkwater or whatever. But I I just felt that he never really engaged the line and created space for his outside men. It was always kinda a bit clunky. You know who he's you know he
1: looks more and more like, which is so frustrating because you see the club and like he reminds me at the moment. The teddy we're seeing right now kind of reminds me a little bit of Joey Manu, I knew you like the say of that. That's what it looks like. Yeah. It looks like It's kind of teddy ball and the guys around him, they're just not getting good ball around him. And it's so frustrating to watch because you know he's got it in him. You've seen it for year on year on year and it's just clunky just summarises everything we did in attack.
2: I I feel like it's it's his positional play in attack as that sweeping fullback rather than the physical passing itself. It's almost like he's gone too far into the run first, pass second mentality, which I, I always encourage. Mm. I'm such a big fan, but I think you can, it's a trap when you think pass, pass, pass.
0: I, I just never see him running on, like when Reece mm. Walsh gets it, he is at full speed. That's what I mean.
2: I, I think it's the it's not the physical inability to yeah. pass, because I think his ball playing over his career has been vastly underrated. Yeah, for he sure. He gets his three on two and he nails it more often than not. He's Usually. not elite with it, but more often than not. Yeah. How often do you see, like, as far as, like, 12, 18 months ago, he was an alien, how often now do you see him, as you said, club level, level, big time as well, him sweeping across at speed and getting that three on two? It never seems to happen around Teddy anymore, and it's so concerning, and that's why I think if that can be fixed and it can't be much, that he can get back to where he can be, because he's not that old, Teddy.
0: No, I mean, look, as I said, if he gets selected from good form, like, I'm not saying he can't be selected again. I just think that... There is pressure like it's a even playing field heading into next year mm. That's where I think new south wales are at. I don't think you can select really Nearly anyone on history. That's where I feel It should be purely on a plan and players that you guys feel can stick to a game plan that the coach wants Um now that could be teddy because he's a champion. We all know he's a champion and it's like so unfair on him The bloke's won bloody player of his club for like four years in a row and then he's had one quiet year mm. And all of a sudden, but I like, guess how ruthless this business is. Now, like it sounds absurd, but like, do you look towards guys like Scotty Drinkwater? He's the closest thing to reese Walsh. I know you shouldn't just reflect what Queensland are doing, but does that become like more of a reality? Whereas I think that for so many years for New South Wales, it was almost like Teddy's the guy. Teddy's the guy. We don't even need to worry about it. Or do you go Latrell? Or do you think? Do you know what I mean? Like, what? Yeah. Do you have to just open the just open it for everyone?
1: <laughs> Mate, I honestly don't know what the answer is yet mm. I don't Yeah, I'm not sure My my instant reaction was Latrell at fullback To be honest with you That was my first thought But I didn't even think about drinky But I don't know I I just oh, I'd be leaning towards Latrell Mitchell Just because he's done it on that big stage And he's done it before But oh, I'd still be willing And people probably say it's crazy But if Teddy comes out and shows good form And shows us what he can do in the oh, first 10 weeks the next And I have him back Yeah, absolutely I know a lot of people probably wouldn't But I mean, if you if you don't pick Teddy, who's your captain?
0: Well, I'd probably give it to Cleary if, if you know, Cleary gets selected. Cleary,
2: That's the at, thing, isn't it? Like,
1: Cam Murray? Cam Murray. Cam, Cam Murray. I'd be able to go with, you know, depending on how it all plays out between now and then. It wouldn't shock me if we get to game one next year and Cam Murray's our captain and third eye.
0: Well, Cam Murray's a good one because there's no way he's getting dropped. No. You know, like, that'd be madness.
2: I don't I do think the same as you, Guru. I, I'd give Teddy game three. Plays out this season, first 10 rounds next year. If he's not up to it, replace him. But there's a lot of time between now and then for him yeah. to say, no, no, I've still got it.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, like, I'm not, I all, all I'm saying is, is that it's not a sure thing anymore. Yeah. I yeah, think no, that he yeah, has correct. to work correct. for it. Yeah. And it um, is going
1: to be hard for because, like, realistically, he's going back to prove it at Clubland and a team that <clears throat> they're so far away from putting it all together. It, yeah. I mean, it makes it hard for him. Mm. And yeah. he probably, he has to be a little bit selfish in that side to make it work, which is realistically, mm. Not what we want to see he's in a really tough spot teddy
0: yeah tough spot and it, he's just been so good at origin level far out i hope people are like look i understand the internet i understand we've got very short memories but let's just remember how great this guy was yeah. like and and it can still be can still be he he has been one of i reckon he's honestly i would consider him a new south wales legend and one of the most consistent players yeah. ever ever um but yeah, as I said, like the only guys that I'd sit here and say next year are definitely, well, not definitely. Will depends on how they play, but most likely is To'o, um, Hass, Murray, Martin, and Martin. That's that's probably the the lock 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 in uh, at at the moment. Now, obviously, things- Turbo and Latrell, if
2: they're fit, yeah, fit Turbo, y-
0: yeah yeah i i don't think it's as sure a thing as it used to be just because it's like it's the injuries are just happening so regularly it's such yeah, a
1: if he's yeah I, I i think though if he is fit and available he has to be there it's it the only time we compete with you or beat with you is when we got one of those but
0: like let's feel. say he has another year like he had this year where he's he's maybe he may be injured he's in he's out like I, I think he needs to have there's prerequisites put it that way like he needs mm-hmm. to have a good solid you know five or six rounds of rugby league under his belt mm-hmm. rather than because like put it this way going into this year it was just like, we just need one good game and,
2: and and sorry to harp on about the bench utility but you've got a bloke there who a breeze picks up and he tears a peck he gets injured at any sort of drop of a hat Like doesn't that just buy <clears> more <throat> into you have to have someone to cover Tommy Turbo, like, on top of everyone else. Mm. Like, let's say it was Campbell Graham, someone there, and just reduces that injury risk a little bit, makes a bit more sense, but no one was shocked to see Tom Turbo go down injured in that game. Especially when you insane. originally
1: picked the side, Latrell Mitchell was under an injury cloud and did get ruled out eventually too. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: tough. It's, it was, it's, it's <sighs> tough. And I feel terrible for Tommy because that, that oh, injury is crazy. like, it's, it's not a, like, you're not training hard enough, your diet's bad, yeah. it is purely just like an impact injury. You cannot yeah. help exactly. that. yeah.
1: And it goes yeah. the other way too If we You know If we ran out with Matt Burton On the bench And Cook goes down In the first few minutes yeah. <laughs> It's like it's, it's hard to balance it out But I just Look I
0: think I, the, th- the thing that I think Most people get frustrated with Is like If you pick one way Play that way You know what I mean Like put this yeah. if, if you go Okay We picked Cookie Murray went out there He got gassed by Reese Walsh We go You know what Damn yeah, so bad. Damn, yeah. Murray got gassed We lost out Tom Travojevic Fair enough if the other way goes and and Tommy goes down and Burton goes out there, but Reese Robson struggles for the 80 minutes, damn. You know what I mean? Like that, I think that's what most people are a bit frustrated with is we went like this in-between route where we picked the, the hooker, rot- well not we, they picked the hooker rotation and then went the Burton route, it's, you know, like that's what is. And doesn't it just all, for me like, <laughs>
1: hate to say it but it all comes back to what Matty John said six weeks ago I'm sure he was trying to take the piss out of Joey but fuck me tell me anything he said was wrong the Queensland know exactly what they're going to do they know exactly who they're going to pick they know exactly how we're going to play for me once again I like I even listened to Brandy explaining what they did after the game and it still made no sense to
2: me Fre- Freddie I believe looking on now having seen how it did play out went into it that if one of seven players was to go down injured, Damien Cook was going to the back line. a bloke who never essentially played there. I, yeah, think, I think he, he played he, like he, going he did. Up, he whatever. played a little bit of fullback for the Dragons at like twenty years old. Mm, I remember yeah. it.
0: Yeah, but still, like yeah, it's, it's not it's a while ago. Um,
2: like that—that's that,
0: a
1: decade ago. Yeah, yeah, it's a big ask.
0: It's it, oh, massive, massive ask. Um, yeah, it, 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 the, what? It, what exemplifies Billy Slater and the, the idea of like, they had a specific plan and they stuck to it or whatever, it's Dave feeder. He didn't try a yeah, single yeah. bit of flash. He just ran the ball straight and hard at Mitch Moses all night long. He yep. didn't even consider anything else. All his job was to just run straight and hard at Moses. And I think that that's a really good example of Billy Slater saying, wait mate, you aren't picked to break tackles, score a million tries. Your job is to run hard ten times at Mitchell Moses, and that's exactly yep. what he did. Yeah,
1: and if you want further evidence, I think look at the fullback, Reese Walsh. What, what have we been saying here for ten weeks? So talented. Just needs to get those three errors out of his yeah. game. Makes one error in two games. <laughs> yeah. His debut, and they went
0: after him too. And he was throwing crazy balls. Like yeah, he, he didn't risky. take no risks yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. He took
2: calculated risks at the right time and nailed it. Oh, God, that's terrifying for the Broncos. <laughs> the, sorry, the Broncos' opposition. Cold if if you for the casual sort of football fan out there that listens to the bloke Potty, when we talk about Cookie out of position, we sort of keep saying a few different things. But go back and have a look at, Kemp, you touched on the technical, technical side of it earlier with Cookie at centre, but mm. defensively, uh, the Xavier Coates try. And it was the one where he jams in where he had absolutely no need to do. They had him covered and this pretty safe defensive position for the blues turned into bang catch pass try mm. and and that was just go have a look at it and you go oh okay so he shouldn't have gone in he should have just stayed out on his man because I yeah.
1: think at playing defending at center it's a decision-making yeah. position and, oh, that, and that's where he's fast mad it's a decision-making position and that's mm. where it matters so much and that's where it's so much easier if we would have just taken an edge back row and say hey shift one spot because the reality is when you're defending in the middle
0: well, I don't. What I don't like get. You, ha- you have
1: to be a good tackler to defend in the middle. You have to be a good defender to defend at center, and there's well, such a difference. Well,
0: what I don't get though is like, okay, if you're really, really concerned about Murray out there, just push Lui out one further and put Murray at three. Yeah, like because then he's literally only a few meters away yeah. from where he would normally be. Lui definitely could defend at center. Like,
1: yeah. yeah. It's funny too, like I mentioned before Reese Walsh made one error. Do you know what that one error was? Mm. It's when they did a quick shift, come down to their own end and he dropped it cold because he looked up and saw Damien Cook and he was already thinking, How am I gonna yeah. put the ball down? It was the one time that he dropped the ball and I just sat there and went, thank God he was about to skin us and make us look stupid.
0: Mate, what about the night, essentially first run? I know he threw the silly ball, but he just went whack right foot, <laughs> boom, big fan. On cookie. Eh? Line break No on Louai. Oh uh, yeah, but he did step yeah, he did step cookie. Yeah. and thank God he threw that ball Born. over the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like you know what, I'll cop that silly ball because that is ridiculous, bro. This is origin. You don't just you don't just right foot, boom, fend, line oh. break. That doesn't happen. Was there anything more poetic than the end of the game?
1: When Queensland kicked to that edge, Damien Cook goes up, takes a great catch, but playing out of position, drops the ball in the oh, air, no hit. one gets near it, and who puts the ball down? Nanai, picked out of absolutely nowhere, and what's he best known for when he's playing his best footy? Tries off fucking kicks, and he's the guy that's there for
2: it. Didn't that... It summed up that for the Maroons and the selections, but didn't it sum up poor old Cookie as well, who tried his ass off. off? It was yeah. a great take. It's taken out by his own player <laughs> and Fubs. He just like, give the, give the Where bike is a break. the footy god? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh man, what did Cookie do to the footy gods? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I I feel so sorry for Cookie. As I said, he did he ripped and teared. He tried his heart out. He just getting thrown <laughs> in an origin at center. Fuck. Yeah. And you've got Munster and dce going oh okay sweet let's go oh man
1: and like we all we all know that when freddie would have said this to cook in cookie, cookies mind would have gone <coughs> what why i'll do it i'll yeah. do whatever you say and i'll do, do my absolute best because that's who cookie is but
2: i'm sure even he would have been like jesus surely there's other guys here mm-hmm. and, and, I, and i feel like girl you mentioned before about like if ben hunt had to go to send me do a job or this or that every like because don't mistake me. The Maroons that uh, pick the same bench. Mm. If they lost an outside back, mm. they had a similar scenario where yeah. it would have been – what happened in game one? Cotter or someone going to centre.
0: Yeah.
2: I feel like every time the Blues get that opportunity, they never know how to zero on that defensive deficiency and yeah, a bloke it, out of yeah. position. Happens to the Blues, one game because we didn't have cover on the bench. Like Even game one, there was Nico there who was – at least he's a backline player. They went straight to him. To, this game, mm. the Queensland's whole game plan just went – Let's go target the bloke out of position, make him make decisions. Yep. and they nailed it. But nailed it. the Blues never do that when Queensland have a forward shift out wide. Yeah, and
1: like we, you know, spoke about after game one too. We all spoke about Nico there. The team on the other side of the park had 12 players and had Ben Hunt, Cotter in the centres. No one fucking talks about it. I understand Freddie made the wrong decision, but that's the problem. The issue is that we just can't handle it
2: like you guys do. Mm. When are we get into the women's game last night? <laughs> over the
0: men's. All right, let's get to the Queensland. You're gonna get more over it. <laughs> um, okay, I, I just want to make a note of, and I've been trying to do this on all podcasts, yes these decisions in our opinion you know we disagree with the freddie and some of the selections but let's not forget all the good things he's done let's not forget the fact that he is still at 50 percent win rate let's not forget all the time and effort he's put into community rugby league i mean there was a period there where new south wales young kids didn't want a bar of rugby league he got on his motorbike he drove out through the country (coughs) brought passion back to the jersey in my opinion and so i just want to make sure people don't just because it's it may or may not have ended, but just because the last couple of years have been tough, let's not forget all the great things he's done as well. For and it bit?
1: might, you know, I completely agree with all that and he wouldn't be my head coach, but I completely agree with everything else he has done off the field in that role has been fantastic. Incredible. He might not be my head coach, but he's involved somehow. And even like, like when we were doing the country tours, we spent quite a bit of time on the road with Maddie, and just the amount of stories he had mm. about Freddie, mm. little things he's done. It just made me fall in love with Freddie all over. Yeah. Him. Maybe he's not the guy to coach us, but God, I don't know what you want to call it, whether it's like an ambassador or whatever the hell it is. There's mm. a role there for Freddie. Like a he cultural does it incredibly like cultural cultural leader. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And it's so typical of Freddie. You can't quite explain mm. what it is that he does. You can't quite explain what position he was best at when he was playing. But he's, he has got something about him. And it might not be in coaching. God, he's done a tremendous role for New South Wales. Yeah.
2: Ken and I will be the man. Yeah. Freddie legend.
0: Absolute legend. So... Whatever happens going forward, let's remember also the great stuff he did as well. Let's not just fucking, oh, the whole thing was shit and this, that, no, no. This guy has dedicated his life to New South Wales Rugby League. It may not have turned out the best, but he has dedicated his fucking life to it.
1: There's a reason why Ken has his picture on top of Darren
0: Locker and the other (laughs) (laughs) guy. Oh, that was low, Guru. That was really low. (laughs) Trying to give your coach credit and you bloody just kicked the boot in. Let's
1: give your coach some credit.
0: Okay, let's get into it. Reece Welsh at fullback. I mean, talk about, look, I honestly, look, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like if he was being coached by any other coach, then maybe Wayne Bennett could have handled it, but any other coach than Billy Slater, I think that maybe game one gets to his head a little bit and he comes out game two. I mean, he was even nervous game two, but I think Billy Slater did such a good job at just keeping him focused in on what he needed to do. We saw, obviously, the explosion at the end, but... They were, tar- like, this kid, he's he's tiny. He's, he's, there's not much of him. Came out and, like, he obviously came out and apologised after, but came out and said some pretty harsh words about New South Wales. He was public enemy number one. Number one. And for him to still turn up and get the job done the way he did is absolutely incredible. Like, talk about a superstar. Wow.
1: Just owns big moments, doesn't he? My favourite thing about Reese Walsh was, and it was, it was an interview that, Billy Slater did after the game And I can't remember Where it was Or who the interview was with But I said to him Yeah Reese Walsh did this He did that He was so good Do you see a bit of And they went Mm. to say Yourself him And he went Nah He's his own guy He's his own player Reese Walsh is Reese Walsh Mm. And I love that Billy Slater just embraces Who Reese Walsh is And you know There was Even the stuff at the end of the game That's who Reese Walsh is Mm. Yeah He'll talk it up But he'll also back it up And he's done it for two games in a row Yeah I, I saw a lot of New South Wales people sort of putting on social media, wait till you come to Sydney. He's coming to Sydney to collect the shield. Yeah, Shut bro. up. Like, it's a bit late
0: in the game to be bloody. Give it away. Yeah, that's craziness. Um, he was electric and like these weren't easy tries. These are high risk, high skill plays at him. Like the like the over the top, Like we're not, because there were so many other great things that happened in the game we're forgetting that some of these passes that he made to get those points were fucking amazing and also the the tenacity in which he ran the ball back like there is not much of that guy and i didn't see it like maybe he got dominated once or twice but very often he found his front yeah
1: crazy and even like you know that's, that's now two games of origin where we had nathan Cleary and mitch moses two of the top three or four best kicking games in rugby league yeah how often did they find the turf how often was reese reese walsh caught out of position
0: like once at the start when he was nervous and that's it.
2: How many games of first grade has Bruce Walsh played? 30? 40, mate. 35 or something?
0: Yeah. Like... Crazy.
2: As a footballer, he typifies everything that's great about rugby league and he's going to put so many bums on seats and be such a great, as we said, leading into the game, leading into the series, Mm. be a pin-up boy for rugby league for so many years. Well, now he's done in the odds arena, we know he can handle the big stage. It's like, well, now it's undeniable like i like every blues fan on the planet at the end of the game wanted to jump through and just put (laughs) on his chin at full time when he was carrying on and i'm just sitting there going it was because i had this just moment of ah it's just gonna be another love hate relationship with the queens i love him so much and as a footballer and enjoying everything he does but then i'm just like he's gonna terrorize us for the next 10 15 years I just might just have to put him on super side every year, so I'm like, get something good out of him. I get something get out of, <laughs> of Reece Walsh.
0: How many games? Uh, 52. 52. Wow.
2: So next year, imagine when he's at 152 what, at what, Brisbane. Like, uh, what, what do you do? What do you do with KP in him next year?
0: Well, at the moment, it's his jersey. You don't drop yeah. Walsh, mm.
2: but like KP's fit and fire. If KP's fit, he will fire. What a problem to have.
0: Crazy
1: problem. Yeah, but, uh, have. The, the, you're, in, you're now in a rare position where, like, even if you were to lose Bruce Walsh next year for whatever reason, like, <laughs> your team could get better. Yeah. If you get KP yeah.
2: at his best with a
1: point to prove. It could be more dangerous. Mm.
2: And the, the way Billy coaches, or like this all-out attack, picking his best team, he'll find a spot for KP next year. Mm. And I know it's hard because you have this two-hooker rotation. So do you put a little KP on the bench? I bet he'll do it. I bet he'll do it. Then he just plays. Hunt as that 13, he gets minutes from him there. And then he has KP coming on as the X, as other X factor. Conservative coaches wouldn't, probably doesn't make complete sense, but I bet Billy would game one next year if they're fit, picks them both.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be interesting that because I reckon maybe a plan could be, let's say Reese Walsh keeps killing it, and then DCE retires in maybe two years. Ben Hunt goes to seven, Grant goes to starting hooker, Ponga goes to 14. That could be something that builds like, Keeps that.
2: Mm, I like that because then Harry's got eighty minutes in him. Mm. Fit as a fiddle. He can do it. You don't have hooker cover on the bench, but if he goes down, Hunt goes there, and KP comes in on the halves. Yep. Other yep. big advantage right you got out. is you got reuben Cotter. Oh, Cotter too.
0: And also he covers God. outside backs. If an outside back goes down, Kalen Ponga goes there. Ugh. And I, honestly, I reckon KP could he could bang out. I don't know ten minutes hooker if he had to. Of course he he could
1: Yeah, Yeah. Remember when he banged out 10 minutes at lock And looked like a fucking Immortal on (laughs) debut
0: So I reckon that might be A a bit of the plan Um, Depending uh, on how good Dearden goes though You know Dearden might be the guy That steps straight in But maybe not because He may not be ready To like organise the troops yet
1: In saying that There's no indication Based on what Dearden has shown us That he won't be ready Mm. At this point in time
0: Mate he was outstanding last week
1: And if anyone's going to get The very best
0: out of him It's Mm. B Mm Slater Coates he was, at st- he was so good. It was so good. Like, he was aggressive. He was taking super tough carries, five tackle breaks, eight tackles, <coughs> only one miss, zero errors. Like, just, just so good. So, so good. And then obviously, you know, even just the pressure of him catching balls, it essentially got us two tries. Because you got the Fox, obviously, knocked the ball, um, like, didn't catch the ball. And then, Addo Car comes racing in because of the pressure of Coates, essentially. Um, you know, he played outstanding. Valentine Holmes, Jesus. He can find the trial line in Origin.
1: You know what almost made me cry <clears throat> this morning? I think it was on the Hollow Sport podcast, and I said, How old's Val Holmes? And in my head, I went, oh, 30, 31. He's 28 years old. I know. Uh, like he's going nowhere. I was looking at him compared to the rest of this team, going, he's the older head. Mm-hmm. Like he's still got five years of origin He's his hitting potential. his prime
0: It's crazy It's unbelievable I mean, so we've already talked about him But far, I knew this kid was special But I don't, I don't know if I knew this I really didn't I, I knew that he had so much untapped potential But to come in And just Go to another level It's amazing <clears throat> It is seriously amazing To a lung-y, Like <laughs> He was unbelievable
1: You know who, who Murray reminds me of? Matt Singh he just mm-hmm. he does everything right on the ball, and then, I mean, like uh, imagine if you imagine like if we would have sat here three weeks ago and gone, oh, he's one of the best defensive wingers in rugby league. People would have gone, what the fuck, are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. He saved about four tries in this year, literally. And then literally. whenever his moments came in attack, where he had to deliver, got it right every single time. Amazing. Shout out to this guy. He has been praising him since about round four, and I've been sitting there going, you can't possibly leave Dan Gagai out. Just you nailed that.
0: You nailed that. Done. Thanks, mate. I've <laughs> I, yeah, I, I me mean, more I was than the same. Lost, but you nailed that. <laughs> <laughs> I was tough week. <laughs> it's a tough week for Guru. Um, I was the same, mate. I, I was the same as Guru. I, I, don't get me wrong. I think Tuwang is a good player, but I was like, there's no way you can leave Gagai out of the side, but Jesus, so good. Um, Cam Munster. What I loved about Cam Munster's performance, did he have the big crazy plays? No, but jeez, he was level-headed. I mean, he was even telling other people, stay calm, stay calm. You're going, who's this bloke? Who the hell is this bloke? Like he was so calm and collected and the big plays that he made, obviously those two kick um, covers, but even you forget that short side raid where that bounce went bad for Payne Haas, that was Munster taking it on the fifth tackle on a short side. Like that's a big play in origin.
1: Isn't it wild with Munster and like we obviously talk a lot of Supercoach and the thing is with Cam Munster, for every other player in this comp that's a big Supercoach player, if you look at their matchup and you go they're going to win by 40, you go that's a great Supercoach day. For Mm. Munster we go, if he's not needed, he won't deliver. He'll just go, okay, you guys don't need me right now. It's when he plays Penrith and these sort of teams in the NRL that Supercoach-wise we go, oh, this is where Munster will stand up. Isn't this a classic game that in the game before this, they were down to 12, they were down on the scoreboard, Munster went, okay. I'll win it now. Yeah, I'll do what it takes right now. This game, he didn't need to. He, he ran is.
0: for 173 metres. The
1: most of any Queenslander. I think it's
2: such... Uh, I think that stat there, Kemp, probably typifies the Maroons' performance a fair bit in that 32-6, call it what it was, a demolition. You'd think, all right, so one-sided, there'd be blokes, a few bucks running for over 200 metres, if not that, 171, 81, 90. He was the most metres in the Maroons' team very comfortably. Reece Walsh, 146. Goes down to Lindsay Collins was the top running forward by, uh, with 136 metres. Like Tino, 84, Fafita, 84, Nanai, 69, Grant, 51, Flegler, <coughs> 45, Foday, <Foto, coughs> 77. A lot of these blokes, n- no one really stood out metres wise, but just such a 1 to 17 performance, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. A- and I know that <coughs> outside of Cotter, who went in the 80, they're. There was such a well dispersed spread of minutes i know i mean yeah. really played big big minutes but again
0: well the lowest like, was 30 minutes yeah
2: go, goes back to billy mm. he's just he's nailed that yeah how,
0: how good was um what a waker off the bench geez mm. he put gave us some momentum he come on and he just he was just rolling through the middle just that big thick like figure like he just rolled through the middle um obviously tino my god this guy is unbelievable dce is it one of the great origin redemption arcs? One of the greatest.
1: It's unbelievable what he's done. I, I honestly thought. I thought after that test match that he lost to Tonga, mm. I, I genuinely thought oh,
0: his rep career is probably over. Mm.
1: His rep career started that day. He <laughs> might get that jersey back. At he the end will. Of this year. As if he. Oh, oh, the kangaroos jersey. Yeah, he might yeah, get it it's back. It's a fair off argument. Argument.
2: That's how good he played. I love that. He will. Oh, the kangaroos one. <laughs> I
1: thought yeah. you were telling me to get the Maroons
0: jersey. You're like, yeah, can people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great tip, bro. Great tip. No, no. He, like, he genuinely... <laughs> Slater might be the coach. Too, you <laughs> know? Know. But is that not a fair fair call? Yeah, yeah, no, he genuinely really. might fight that jersey back. It becomes an argument. Yeah, whereas, like, yeah. last year, I was, I was all in. The, I said, it's clear his team now, give mm-hmm. it to him. Yeah. And I would probably still have that. But you can't deny these huge games that DC has been having in in the biggest games you possibly can. It's one of the greatest redemption arcs and it would have been a few years that was so tough for Cleary in regards, but he just put his head down, bum up, didn't complain, didn't sook, and now he's beloved by the state. Well,
2: it would have been interesting if the Kangaroos didn't win the World Cup.
0: Mm, Because then
2: he'd be like, well, DC keeps getting results, but because they won the World Cup, you probably are, Cleary's the man, but yeah.
0: I mean, I think that he'll be in the squad at least. Yeah. Um, Putting pressure. I, lo-
2: I love the comments that Slater had about that tackle of DCE. Yeah.
0: It's
1: just so good. He just said it was all about want. And and he wanted it more in that. It was a
0: quote? Um, I can because we are. Yeah. It's. I think it's like some older quote that uh, a coach, old coach, said. I can because we are. Fuck Billy, Jesus Christ, make okay. a grown man cry. <laughs>
1: I don't to, Like hearing him say those words and the way he delivered, I, I just sat in my chair and went,
2: oh, fuck. So, he's so hard to try. I can and not feel lie. that hurting me in 2028, let alone 2023. Yeah. That's brutal.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, now my next boy I want to talk As Tino, I think Tino's game was so underrated. I think it got a bit overshadowed by Co- Lindsay because Lindsay Collins was phenomenal. But fuck, Tino was good. But my boy, Paddy Carrigan, he is seriously on another level.
1: Yeah, he is in every single origin he's played, he's been on the top three on the field for me. Best thirty in the comp now, you reckon? <laughs> it's getting hard and hard to push back on. I feel like the constant conversation is Murray or Yo. You got, mate, it's Murray or it's Murray or Yo gets to compete with him now, I think. Yeah, I They're think so
0: I, different. I think yes. yeah, he's more yes. of a front rower yeah. kind of. Yeah. But I think right now, form wise, Carrigan is the best. But
1: rower. I also think yes, he's more of a front rower, but I think if you if you put Carrigan into the Penrith system, Ivan Cleary said, I need your players A's Yo's yeah, mm. he bro. Jesus Christ, Isaiah Yo's role, he'd be completely fine. Oh yeah, his
0: ball playing has improved out of sight. Like there was a period there where he really didn't have much ball playing, but just even like little things like his tip-ons to Collins, like geez, you know, getting across the field, a tip-on to Collins on your edge defenders. So we're getting one-on-one tackles and then we just go at you again. Like that's all Paddy Carrigan. And the problem, like, he was going right to the line, but also he's as big as a front rower that you have to be honest with him. Otherwise, he will bump you, just dummy and go. Um, I know it's
1: very early days, but you know he's 25 years of age. Like In the position he plays, he could have 10 years of origin left for him. Like He's a, he's a guy that I genuinely think by the end of his origin, origin career. He'll, he'll be in Marone's best seven names, I reckon.
0: Uh, yeah, I, there'll be a lot of... Yeah, he I, might, he I might agree. have been
1: in Marone's best 13
0: i i agree career. i think by the end of his career if he continues this he'll be considered an origin legend
1: especially because he's in a team that doesn't have smith slater cronk mm. all these out out legends like he is playing a genuine role in every single one of them and i think when you look at pat carrigan and you know his origin career how it's going to play out DCE is going to come and go ken munster's probably going to come and go He's if few he years older than him. And pat carrigan's just going to be a consistent figure for the next 10 well, he's years probably the next captain I, he'd be my next captain. Yeah, he's probably like if he was in the
0: blue side, he'd be my captain next year mm, tell you that much. Yeah, if D C E went I'd probably give him captaincy mm, Either him or Munster, but probably him.
2: Yeah, yeah, by end of career, he'll be in the Maroons best ever 13 um, argument still got like you have to do a bit to get past David Stagg, but he's, <laughs> He'll be in the argument.
0: Yeah, and we're not saying he definitely will be we're saying if this continues because put it this way He could have won man of the match in every single one of Queensland's wins so far that he's played in. If Sportsbet want
1: to give me a market, I will responsibly
0: swallow it up. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah, let's actually, Sportsbet, let's get the bloody, where's the um, (laughs) Sportsbet tracker? Now with Sportsbet, you can track the progress of your same game multi with a tracker feature. There is now no need to switch between... Different apps to find stats and numbers relevant to your multi. Everything is all in one place on the Sportsbet app. There are also brand new markets you can track, including total player points scored, player A or B, to score a try follow your multi the easy way with sports bet new nrl same game multi tracker only on Sportsbet. download the sports bet today as always guys gamble responsibly you win some but you lose more but sports bet the best app on the planet when it comes to having a punt we all know this we all know this so if you're gonna have a punt you have gotta do it with sports bet but do it responsibly now we'll continue uh flegler outstanding harry grant solid reuben cotter Ruben fucking Cotter. <laughs> he's played three different positions, and arguably been man of the match in three different games. Yeah.
1: maniac, absolute maniac. I, was, I said to Matty the other day, he is—he's Dallas Johnson all over again, but I think he's more versatile, but more explosive. It. Yeah, he's a he's a modern day version of Dallas. I he think. is
0: so fucking good, mate. He's on the edge. He started on the edge. Yeah, that blew my mind. And, like, he nailed it. every tackle. Yeah. He, the only time he got bumped was top. everything else. He dominated the tackle. Because
2: he, he always, uh, to my memory, being in middle, because he played middle and obviously played hooker coming through. Yep. Big change to the edge. It doesn't just happen like that. Decider.
0: Yeah. Like, decider. Suncorp, we're going to start you on the edge. Fuck
1: you know. Shout out to Billy Slater if you want your next one. I'll let you know at the start of next season, okay?
0: <laughs> hey, can we bit. just, can we just, look. Send me an invoice, Billy. Can, look, I just want to throw it out there. I said Reese Robson at the start of the year. Just saying, just saying, like, you know, is it as big as the Cotter call? Maybe not, but I'm just saying it was there. And <laughs> I did a it. Call. Uh, nice call. Thank you, appreciate it. Cause no one's fucking said anything. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, you have Christ. to follow my lead and bring it up <laughs> every single <laughs> week, repeatedly. Come on people. I said it at the start of the year, he's a schmokey. Um, nah, I mean, look, t- he was already 19th man the year before, so it's not, <laughs> it's not really that big of a call. Um, yeah, Ruben Carter Moe waker I thought he was outstanding he really really was like he come on 31 minutes you know 77 meters and as you alluded to um Timmy like they just spread the load so well like they just all like there's not a 1 to 17 right there all 8 out of 10. yeah you know which is that's how you like you're not going to get beaten when you're all playing 8 out of 10. so what an incredible I mean <laughs> It's just amazing what they're achieving. It, I was it,
1: laughing at the scenes after the game when they were um, at the upstairs room at the Caxton. Mm, and all these videos yeah. were coming out, and I kept saying, saying to my wife, "Oh, that, that's where we stood and had it." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she eventually goes, "Nathan, I don't
0: give you a fuck. A fuck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up."
0: Oh, how good was it seeing the boys still in their kit walking into the bloody best. oh, so good. mate! That
2: the Alfie video. I think Roasty post, posted it. Was all time, all time.
0: And I, I will say that, like. You know, and I know this is nitpicking and it, it means nothing. It does. It's not It's not a big deal in regards to winning Origins. But, like, New South Wales don't really have that. We don't. Like, we've got a historic pub that we all roll into. We've got Alfie Langer dancing on tables. And it happens, you know, regularly. Whereas, like, like there's no real connection to anywhere in New South Wales. Like,
2: Very cool. It, uh,
1: and, mate, there's three pubs across the road from our stadium.
0: And it's there's no, like, you don't really... You know, you'll see the boys celebrating, but there's no traditional history that they can be like, this is where Joey went to have beers after he won a series. And, you know, this is where this, Freddie, you know, all of these, whereas just Queensland, it's, there's all this history and nostalgia that they all just seem to pull on. They just, um, so that, that it's, it's just an interesting side discussion, really. And like, we,
1: like, even if, like, if you gave me the job of, Creating a spot like that, I have no idea where i 'd start. Yeah, no idea
0: whatsoever it 's tough in yeah, and a I, casino I, I do I think don't know. I do think it's like it is something that New South Wales and I do believe Freddie tried to do this, but I do think that in New South Wales it is something they need to focus on is like building a connection to the past that is extremely clear, and it 's easy to say because we had the eight in a row. But, like, I just think that there's a clear lineage for Queensland from, like, woe to here. You can see the connection. Like, they all go to the same pub. They play at the same ground. They, you know, this. whereas, like, New South Wales, I just – and, I look, it's a different state, and it's not a big deal, but it's very easy for Queensland coaches to, like, show the players, like, you know. Sure, this and the reality is that,
1: you know, when Queensland win a series in 2040, you know which pub they'll be going back to?
0: They'll be going to Kakko,
1: And it won't be Alfie standing on the thing. It, it, it'll be Munster. It'll, it'll be just be the same thing. Be an AI, AI version it. of Alfie. Yeah, it'll be AI hologram.
0: Of <laughs> He'll come back from the dead just to party. Skeleton Alfie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I thought I saw Skeleton Alfie at Magic Roundabout. Yeah. <laughs> <later. laughs>
0: um, yeah. I, I, again, it's not a big deal. It's you know, like I'm sure that someone's there's some tradition in regard, but I just it is something to. But it kind note. of is a
1: big deal, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fair, fair. Well, um, what do you
1: reckon as New South Wales? I know you hate talking about it, but
2: Caxton's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's it.
0: Um, yeah, so uh, just amazing stuff. And, and the, I guess the concerning thing for New South Wales is now is that this side is actually extremely young. Yeah. Um, except for key positions. You could say DCE is probably in his last year or two, although he doesn't look like he's slowing down. And then you've got Benny Hunt last maybe a year or two. But, you know, guys like Dearden coming through. I, I will say the one concern for Queensland that they have to address will be that structured, controlling seven. Ken and be that. I think he has a potential, but he's probably not there yet.
1: Yeah, and I think that, I mean, we got Exhibit A, our halfback went down last week, and it came down to the form of players in round 14. There was three and four different options. DC wasn't available next year. There's no question for you guys. Mm. You, you know your path. You know where you're going. And I, I personally think that Tom Dearden would slip in there perfectly.
0: Yeah, he'd take care of it. Um, yeah. But even then, like, what?
2: Ches you another year or two out of and then you probably Benny Hunt go to seven and you had a year or two out of him at back yeah, end reckon. of his crew he's a freak. By then didn't is what we keep saying, like halves tend to peak in there. At 28, 29, mm. he'd be getting to his mid to late 20s by that point.
0: And, and he'd be about 25 by the, like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so still pretty, yeah,
2: yeah that thing young, but yeah. like, there's another three, four years of development for him as a halfback and what yeah. they want.
1: Because I reckon, in an ideal situation, and I haven't, this is just me guessing from watching Billy Slater, I reckon in an ideal world, he would want those guys to come in and wear the 14 jersey, like everyone did for
0: Queensland. Oh, did, not yeah, yeah, I think the only thing that could, like, Make that like change. That is the fact that he's already debuted. At yeah, that's the one thing yeah. we did in the make mm, sure. Yeah.
1: But I reckon, like everyone else in the future, Usually, under, yeah. I reckon he will he will bring them in and say, "Hey, you got to show us you can." Earn. Yeah, for sure, for sure.
2: I, I don't was really happy to get through the Queensland part of this um, podcast, Kempy. But it amazed me at how quickly you slipped past Lindsay Collins, mate. Oh I, my God! Talk about like blokes yeah. just evolving when they put on a New Jersey. You know. There's a few people over the years with Queensland who have done that. Dane Gagai has been famous for, puts on that jersey and becomes a new player. Lindsay Collins, holy God.
0: Yeah, you know, it's so after the game, like the journo kind of had the same reaction, like Billy, like in the post restaurant, Billy, Lindsay Collins, where where did that come from? That was the kind of vibe. And Billy Slater was like, mate, I want you to go and watch a Roosters game. Don't watch the Roosters, just watch Mm. Lindsay Collins. He said, he's been doing this all year long. It just in a different environment i knew lindsay collins would play like this That's i think
1: bad. my favorite moment of the week was a post in punters and dribblers and i don't know who it was but shout out to them and it said geez that lindsay collins plays good footy considering he discovered fire yesterday <laughs> <laughs> well, i thought that was the best god. thing ever and yeah god he is a gun he just that i was doing it all live on the instagram story and he took a run and i just went geez, fuck, he's a good player and then two seconds later he picks up a ball on his toes
0: unbelievable pace. Unbelievable. Fucking hell.
1: Just crazy, and I mean, like, it, even if he didn't have that moment in game one where he leaped over the Australian fullback <laughs> in the 79th minute to set up the match-winning try of origin with 12 players on the field. Don't need to repeat that again. But just what he did in game two, just the little moments he had, simply incredible, and I loved how excited the other players were when he came me yep. in the match. I think it was Carrigan and Cotter that came they up put to it,
0: him. I think Carrigan put it over. His, did he? Yeah. Oh, mad.
1: So, the, it was just so good.
0: I actually, I think it was 2020 I, at the start of the year, I think we a few games in I said, I reckon Lindsay Collins will make origin and I got fucking smashed for it, like in the comments. Um, anyway, uh, he, he made his debut. Lindsay Collins has been putting these performances in for Queensland since 2020. You go back and watch that series, him and Christian Welsh in game three were fucking phenomenal. Um, Lindsay Collins is a beast and he's what 25 years old i think 24 relatively young he's 27 so he's relatively young for a front rower he's still got at least three years three to four years in him all right mate he is so fucking good and and just tough fuck he's tough there was a
1: game in 20 what what year did you get the spoon was that 2020 or 21
0: Brisbane, twenty twenty. Do
1: you year that was? It was a game the Roosters were playing Brisbane, and you got beat by forty or fifty. Twenty twenty one, I think. Yeah, and he scored a good individual try, and I, mm. I remember him was r- raving about him. And I obviously hadn't watched enough of him yet, and I sort of thought, oh, "This guy scores one try, and people yeah, get a little right? bit over the top." And then, and I sort of <laughs> said that on the podcast, and a heap of Queenslanders absolutely pizzled me. for oh, it. Really? And then I started watching him close, and went, "Fuck! I might not have been more wrong about something." <laughs> like, he's a fucking
2: Pro- probably a stat that I need to look at a bit more because it is an important one. But just average play the ball speed and you're going through it. lindsey Collins' quickest average play ball speed on the field with three point two four. Murray Tailoring was the only one a little bit quicker. He was three point one nine, but a winger, very different story. But every other back on the field, both
0: teams, every forward, lindsey Collins. Fuck, yeah. a guy that big, yeah. that is amazing. That is amazing. What an incredible minutes did he play in the end? Forty two. Would you give at the moment? The Wally Lewis medal, does it go to Lindsay Collins, Reuben Cotter, or Paddy Carrigan?
1: I think I oh, – geez, Cotter's a really good shout. <coughs> Isn't it wild, though, in an origin series like this? Like, they're the three guys we're discussing. Yeah, we're not talking about Crazy. DC, Munster,
0: yeah. Reese Three middle
1: forwards, essentially. Yeah, just battlers. Yeah, I, I don't know which one I It comes down to game three, but it has to be one of those
0: three. Right now, well. if you had to hand it out.
1: Yeah, well, I'm probably going to hand it out to Reuben Cotter so I can fucking give you a <laughs> shit about it.
2: My, my initial reaction was Pat Carrigan. Yep. I, I would genuinely give it to Lindsey Collins right now, but it'd take another monster performance for me to, to, to still be saying that after game three, he can do it. He's just yep. done two in a row, but mm. like I would be surprised if I was saying that after game three still.
0: Yeah. I think I'd, at the moment it'd be Lindsey Collins. I mean, we're talking about huge in the 32-6 win, match winning set up try and then obviously everything else he did. But with how consistent I know Paddy Carrigan is, I think he might be firming to back her up and go back-to-back Wally Lewis.
1: I, I don't know who has the most Wally Lewis medal awards, but, geez, I reckon Pat Carrigan is going to be a really good Could you imagine to
0: his career. debut year he got it? No one yeah. talked about that. Could you imagine if he goes back-to-back mm. debut years? probably the first time it ever happened. It's a really good chance to do it.
1: I, I'm going to back him to get at least three during his <laughs> origin career because he just he, you get the same thing every single game. And games like this, it's all good and well. They won by 32. Other guys stood out and whatnot. When there's a game that is just tight, yeah. hence state of origin, yeah. Paddy Carrigan is always gonna be in the top
0: three mate. He's fucking and like, he just he's relentless It isn't just in the first 20 minutes of each half. It could be the 79th minute and he is coming from the fences um, Anyway, just, just quickly going up and down. It looks like Cam Smith's got the most
2: Wally losses.
1: How many? Are, like more, uh,
0: more than three? Four. 07, 11, 13, 16. <laughs> you want to hear something even more fucked? This is going to really hurt boys. I apologise.
2: Do we have to be here for it? Yeah.
0: You have to be here. And you can confirm this, but I'm pretty sure New South Wales have only won four Origins in 18 years. Yep.
1: Four Origins series, is that what you're saying? In 18 years? Because 06. Where well, you went 11 from 12 in that period. Yep. And then three since then. See so you next week, goes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How fuck is that? We done? <laughs> Anything, boys? Fuck, that's insane. I didn't want to
2: come in the first place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Fuck, I was just looking for a bit of feedback
1: here. Well, what's that since 05? Is that right? Was 05, 14, 21, 5? 18,
2: 18, yeah. 18, 19, well, if, 21. You, if you start from 06, we've oh, only, we've only 6, got yeah. 14, 18,
1: 19, 21. Adds up. That's four by my count. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're onto it, Guru, you're onto it. Uh, make sure to give Guru a follow at Rugby League Guru. Give uh, Timmy a follow, SC Playbook One. Don't follow Timmy. Matter of, f- I mean, Maddie. unfollow Maddie. <laughs> don't follow Thanks, Timmy, don't. Unfollow Maddie. Unfollow Maddie. if you're following him. Um, no, no, give Maddie the water boy a follow. Anything you need to push, boys? Uh, beers and break evens next Wednesday. Other than that, I think I need a nap. Okay, okay, maybe for 18 years. Yeah. These uh, jumpers, the third, 6 p.m. Be there, very limited amount going. Make sure to set your shekels aside, seventy nine ninety five. They're going to be flying off the shelf, so set your alarms. Uh, And as usual, should we talk? No, I'll go and fuck myself. (laughs) (laughs) What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.